Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, well, we're going to talk about our government, where it started, where it's going, and where it is right now. Um, there's a lot going on that always makes us wonder, and it's funny, as I look back through history, it wasn't always... We always imagined, oh, the founders, they were all about freedom and liberty and, and everything was great. And that's not exactly true. There was a lot of weird tensions over the years. But let's let's kind of get into it. So where did it even start? Like how did the, the original government, where was the country at? What were we thinking, Kevin? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, in 1871, or I'm sorry, 1781, the opposite of that, they were, uh, they'd started with the Articles of Confederation. The Articles of Confederation were, uh, was basically a, a weak government that left most of the decision making up to the states and really provided almost no cohesive, uh, plan to, to hold the, the states together. It basically left all the, uh, the government up to the states taxation was only done by the states and uh, representatives from the states would meet and you know basically to make any amendment to the articles of confederation there had to be unanimous decision you know so it never nothing ever happened with that they couldn't really update it because nobody ever everybody you know it never happens that everybody agrees on the same thing um so in uh 1787 in May, they, they called a convention together to, to rework the Articles of Confederation, but they were kind of ambushed. You know, there, there, there were already people that were planning on making a new constitution. The constitution was actually already written before they showed up. People didn't even, a lot of people didn't even realize this. Um, the Federalist Papers were being, uh, were, were kind of out. And, um, you know, if you don't know what the Federalist Papers are, you know, maybe grab a book and look that up. It's kind of important. Um, but there are three, there are three, yeah, there are three or four main uh, proponents of, of making a stronger federal government. So that was, you know, basically who's who, the heavy hitters of the early America. It was John Jay. He's the, uh, was the first uh, chief Supreme, uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court. Alexander Hamilton, um, founder of the Federalist Party. Everybody knows who he is. They just had a whole big fucking musical about him. Um, George Washington was somewhat of a Federalist. Um, James Madison, uh, he's the author of the Bill of Rights and, and the fourth president. Um, and Rufus King, who is a Massachusetts delegate and a New York senator. Now, the opponents of the Federalist Papers, or well, anti-Federalists, or what you would call today libertarians, were Patrick Henry, governor of Virginia. You know, we all know him from his famous speech. Uh, Daniel Webster um, and uh, Sam Sam Adams. You know, we all know and enjoy his beer today. I don't think that he actually ever really brewed beer, but we all know him because of that. Um, he is on the bottle, right? Then there's uh, George Clinton. Uh, he was the first governor of New York State and also later on went to found the famous funk band, uh, Parliament, right? <laughs> and uh, Thomas Jefferson. Now, Jefferson was not really 
uh, involved in this because they had had sent him over to France. Um, they like to get rid of Thomas Jefferson because he was always a rabble rouser. You know, he's always a rowdy motherfucker instigating. You know, he wanted to just have, throw a, a revolution every like 10 years, you know, always into throwing another another party where everybody brings their guns and, and gets busy. But, you know, he did end up becoming the third president of the United States. And he also had the idea to make a Bill of Rights after the after the Constitution was signed because he was worried about um federal power uh so the yeah so basically the constitution happened because a bunch of these delegates were ambushed with uh with this new constitution and uh you know the kind of join or die type of attitude uh that that involved in it so there was a, originally with the the our our country was basically founded on an argument between um between personal rights and between the importance of a centralized government. And that was important at, at that time because there was no standing military. There was no power to call up a standing military or call up a military at all. And um, even the Federalists then would be, I think, would be shocked by the amount of, uh, by the amount of power that the government has seized. Um, James Madison, one of the Federalists, uh, said that the truth is that all men having power ought to be mistrusted. Um, the idea is that you can't trust the government and you can't trust the government that has, uh, like today, we had that we invest a lot of power with the office in it, office of the president, which was not the case. You know, he was only meant to be a figurehead. And now it seems like, you know, he's right on the edge of being a dictator. Like Mr. Uh, Biden just, refer, you know, forgiving all that student debt. That's not really something a president can do, uh, at least not in, not originally. I mean, the court's going to decide whether or not that was that was something he's allowed or not allowed to do. But that would be uh, I think it would be mildly shocking if uh, the early um, early founders we're we're dealing with that decision today right but if you're president and you really want something i feel like you should be allowed to do it because you know fuck right, the people right. and you're in charge you're the boss i won, mm -hmm. I won the election yeah exactly right. sorry i just had to get that in exactly there. so i think the anti-federalists really had a big a big burden on their shoulders because they were they were getting this constitution whether they wanted it or not and so the real problem they had with it was it, it was investing so much power in a federal government that they weren't really able to um to protect it didn't have any protections for the people in it so they came up with the first 10 amendments to the constitution that were voted on and passed and those were the bill of rights now these bills were all um, – they were all thought of as stuff that we they all agreed on at the time, and these are basic things that the government obviously would never tamper with. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, right to bear arms, um, freedom of the press. All that sort of stuff is, is in there, and it's protected. And they all thought obviously at that point that these were things they ought to – and nobody – even contested any of this for the first 150 years, they basically forgot about the Bill of Rights. It never even came up because these were things that the government would never get involved with anyway. 
And that, man, that really changed. They were considered obvious, right. They were obvious human rights. Right. And that was the thought. Like, we just got away from a king dictator jackass so that we could have freedom. Why would we want somebody, some king dictator jackass to tell us what the fuck to do? Mm -hmm. so, and even, even the most uh, obscure of the, the ten... Um, has been challenged in court. One of the one of the ones that's that's almost never discussed or thought about is the the uh, um, the second. No, no, no. That comes up all the time. I, I can't remember what the name of the that what what number the amendment was off the top of my head now. But it was the uh, basically in response to the Quartering Act, where the United States can't station soldiers in people's houses without their permission. I think that's part of the fifth. Part of the fifth. That that's probably likely. I I think. I think it is part of the mm -hmm. fifth. So that actually did come up at one point in the 70s where there were uh, federal agents, I think it was the ITF, wanted to spy on somebody. And so they basically moved into somebody's house across the street because they thought they had a right to just, you know, take that person's property and use it for their own, like, uh, you know, spying operation. But expressly forbidden, federal agents cannot just demand to move into your house and it was fought in court and uh it turned out that they were assholes not within their legal rights to do that now the second amendment that comes up all the time you know we can talk about the first amendment you know and larry flint and and all those great pornographers that that helped save our first amendment but um the second amendment right. was really not you know i hear a lot of people say well the founders, they didn't have automatic weapons. They had, they had muskets. And that's what they're talking about is, is muzzle-loaded muzzle muskets. And if you want to carry a muzzle-loaded musket, that's fine. But they didn't talk about – but that's not what it was referring to. It was referring to cannons. And those things it are was, dangerous yeah. as shit. You can just hit anybody. <laughs> well, I mean you can shoot at anything and hit anything around it too. You know what I mean? It's not really a, a good firearm to be using in any situation, but – um, yeah, they're talking about cannons. They're talking about warships. They were talking about everything. So, you know, I feel like you should be own a, be able to own a, an Apache helicopter. I feel like you should be able to own an F-15. Biden just said something about that shit the other day, didn't he? About how your AR-15 isn't going to protect well, you from an F-15. keeps coming back. All right. sorts of dumb shit. Yeah, it was more than the other day. But, but. it was, yeah, it was, that was, that was, Specifically, what they were talking about in the Second Amendment was your right to have all these weapons of war because you can't trust the government to have your best interests in mind. And as Thomas Jefferson said, the trees of liberty, you know, must be watered with the blood of patriots and tyrants. And, you know, that's great as long as you're not one of the patriots or tyrants. But he was talking about Shays' rebellion. He wasn't talking about the American Revolution. He was talking about rebellions that happened after the Constitution when he was talking about that. And he thought that was good. You know, Jefferson was a little bit crazy, but that doesn't mean he wasn't smart and he didn't have a, a you know, a valid point. So. I feel like it's the ones willing to go out over the edge that are the ones that change history. Right. Um, also, it was the Third Amendment is the uh, quartering soldiers. Okay. So All right. I, I there we go. Down the wrong it's good to, good to. I have to take that back. That. All right. That That's one of the things that actually upsets me with the. Uh, the um, the Bill of Rights 
and and everyone's like, well, you know, you have these rights, and and they were obvious, but they're not obvious anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, like, I don't know, I always get upset about the Tenth Amendment. We won't talk about that. But that's you know about the one where the the federal government has nothing to do with what the states do and, and the separation there. Right. But the Ninth Amendment. Let me tell you about the Ninth Amendment. This one is going to be the. I, I think, hang on, I have to move things here. I just made it work and then it stopped working. Now, anyway, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. So the idea is that the the rights that they express in the Constitution in the Bill of Rights doesn't mean that your obvious God-given rights aren't legitimate. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's what people are like, well, it only says this, so that means you can't have anything else. Right. And no, that's stupid. That's just, no, that's not. There are certain obvious rights that man has. Um, I got some notes here that you guys can, some of you watching it on YouTube can see on the screen here. But... The bottom line is it comes down. Let me find it. Um, Yeah. That, here we go. That you have the right to exist, right? Um, It's funny. I wrote all these notes out. I I got all excited about, you know, what was going to take place here. Um, But let me see. So... The right to exist is the most fundamental right. And it goes back to like Moses, right? So in, I guess, Exodus, I said, I wrote good notes here. Exodus 22 two, Moses wrote, um, if a man is caught breaking in at night and has struck a fatal blow, the defender is not gil- guilty of bloodshed. Right. Right? I mean, that's the original castle doctrine mm-hmm. from the freaking Bible. Right. And my point is, like, people are like, oh, he's quoting the Bible. Oh, my God, we have to be upset. That That's not the point. That's yeah, the not point, where I'm going the point with is this that, at all. My point is we've been... Right. Our government, our government is, a lot of it is based on biblical references because, let's be honest, they didn't have huge libraries back in the day. 90% of them, the only book that they ever read was the bible you know and a lot of people think of of when we talk about freedom of religion they were specifically talking about different types of christianity you know what i mean they didn't really even consider catholicism okay at that point so right and that's that's it so you see i put like you know it's it's the right to defend your home is common sense unless you're a scared little bitch like people are today Right, right? right so um the Romans with, with Cicero, um, he said, if there be an occasion on which it is proper to slay a man and there are many such, surely the occasion is not only a just one, but even a necessary one when violence is offered and can only be repli- repelled by bi- violence. Mm-hmm. So the idea of being able to defend yourself, though, goes back in time. These were understood to be obvious rights of man. 
And then for us to be like, well, nobody really meant that. We meant like an organized government militia, like they could defend themselves. But you and your house, that's not a protected right protecting your shit. The bottom line, it really comes down to if you can't protect your own life, then you have no rights. Right. Right. And if you I think mean, that somebody don't have the right to exist. Right. If you think that somebody's breaking into your house yeah. and you shouldn't have to defend yourself because you can call the police, see how that works out for you. You know what I mean? If somebody's breaking in your front door, <laughs> call the police and see what see how that works out. It's it's not going to be good for you. I, I promise that. I, I think that we're we're still at like a seven minute average response time for nine one one. Think about how long seven minutes is. Think of how far away from your house you could be, how you know what you can do in seven minutes. You can make a baby in less than seven minutes. So I'm just saying, there's options. I think I could get it down you know, to two. Teach their own. <laughs> See? That's a joke. Kevin, Kevin's a. Uh, oh, that was a joke. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean that—that's the point, though, right? right? It is right. is you have to be able to protect yourself, and that's a basic right of humanity that we don't seem to acknowledge anymore. You're not secure and safe in your own, you know, in your own house, in your own life. The, the government can come knock on your door. You're not protected, which are all these things that were implied. You know, we all believe that. Hey. I can take care of mine, you know, I can take care of business and now it's not so much. Um, and, and it's funny cause you know, that's always my argument is, well, I have the constitution and the constitution says you can't do this. And guess what? The government does it all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're almost ridiculous to be arguing that you have constitutional rights. And that's a sad state for America that, that that's the case, you know, that it's, you know, Hey, well, I have rights. Well, yeah. Do you? Because constitution says a lot of things mm -hmm. and those rights get trampled all the freaking time. Right. Now, next you would tell me, well, well that's why we have the Supreme court, Chuck, because they're going to interpret it and they're going to protect people. The Supreme court has your back. And is going to, now I got to say, hang on, some kind of thing going on here. Anyway, the, the idea is that the Supreme Court says that, uh, you know, they're going to have our back and protect us. So we actually got a Supreme Court that seems to be a little bit more in favor of the Second Amendment. Um, they came out and they said that the, uh, the guns talked about it in the second amendment are the guns that are in common use. And since the AR 15 is the Democrats tell us every day is like the most common gun in America and everyone yeah, it shoots has lungs one, out of people. Turns all sorts out that, of stuff. that yeah. that's common use, right? Right. That's common use. Everyone has one. That's what the second amendment is talking about. Um, lots of arguments about how, uh, you know, that the, uh, the, the, you know, they weren't talking about the people, but the Supreme Court's decided that, all right, it, it's the individual, you know, that's allowed to have these rights. Right. And then there were arguments about, well, yeah, that's federal law, but the states can do what they want. Well, then it turned out 
they've decided, no, it applies that the states can't limit, you know, right. the, the Second Amendment. No, I'm not sure that I agree with the exact interpretation of all these things. But what I am saying is if that's what we're accepting, then you would think these laws would carry over and apply. Now, it turns out New York State was like, hey, we banned AR-15s. And the Supreme Court said, well, yeah, you can't do that. And New York said, okay, um, we still banned AR-15s. And if you own one, we're going to arrest you. Right. And guess what happened? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Fucking, if you own an AR-15 in New York, you're going to jail. Yeah, exactly. And uh, You know, I, I know they have a registry there's a, and some yeah, there's, bullshit, there's, but you know what I mean. Yeah, there's rules about it. But I, exactly what you're saying is, is, is true. And, you know, let's be honest, the, the Supreme Court hasn't always been protecting people. They are the ones that really kind of uh, started the whole fucking train of, of chaos that is the government, the federal government infringing on your rights. And, you know, you go back to um, the Great Depression. FDR had uh, passed some, some laws saying basically you can only grow a certain amount of grain. Um, there was an individual that grew was growing more than that amount of grain and he was only using it to feed his own animals. In other words, he wasn't, you know, he needed more grain than a normal person was growing. Instead of buying it, he grew it himself, even though it was illegal. The federal government went, went after him and it went all the way up to the Supreme court. And the Supreme court said, because the federal government has a right to dictate interstate commerce he couldn't yes. grow more more grain on his own property to use for his own use because of that. For because himself. hypothetically, right. he would have to buy that grain from another person. Even if that other person was in the in that state, those that the seeds could have come from another state. And in this bizarre hypothetical situation, they applied this interstate commerce oh. to this guy's own property for his own use, and. You know, it's 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 a been a really slippery slope since then. They used uh, the interstate commerce rule uh, to end segregation. They used the interstate commerce rule to put that, you know, to to really butt into a lot of places that were the state's business before this. And that's really where the state started losing rights and the federal government started gaining rights was was somewhere around the 1890s to the 19 1940s. And, um, and, you know, it's, it's really gotten a, a little bit out of hand lately, you know, it really has. And I think, um, yeah. one of Chuck's, Chuck, you know, Chuck and I, I think are both, uh, somewhat anti-federalist. I don't want to speak for him, but we're, we both have a little bit, little bit of a libertarian bent. And, uh, I think we both would agree on the statement that, um, states' rights provide more freedom for the people than federal rights. You can't make a law that's going to apply to 330 million people equally, uh, you know, more so than, you know, a farmer in, in Kansas has a lot of different things going on in his life than a banker in New York, for example. You know what I mean? The same things don't apply. Uh, you know, a farmer in, in Kansas may have a necessity to have multiple firearms for uh, self-protection and for protecting, you know, his animals. You know what I mean? Wolves are still a real thing. But, you know, 
maybe some, uh, you know, some hood rat in New York City doesn't need to own multiple firearms. I don't fucking know. But also, it's none of the federal government's business. That term could be offensive. Yeah, well, whatever, dude. I feel like I've been offending everybody on this show. I get get all sorts of hate mail, and I love it. Uh, I just feed off of that stuff. So if what I say uh, pisses you off or offends you, send me an email. I love it. It just gives me me more power. You know what I mean? Go ahead. I'm not trying to get off topic here. I just... Oh, oh, I'll take us off topic. We uh, we actually got in trouble a couple... About a week ago. I think it was two weeks ago when this show comes out. And uh, and that we had said, oh, it's the episode that Kevin started all kinds of trouble saying that babies come before dogs. That one? That yeah, you should I mean, say babies listen, before dogs. Let, let me just be And clear. all you dog owners were like, no, yeah, I, no, I was, we put dogs I first. I was not implying that we should feed stray dogs to homeless people. I'm not saying that's also a bad idea, but that's not what I was saying. Right. I'm just saying well, that apparently human life is more right. important than dog life, but uh, I people disagreed with me, and I respect your opinion. Well, apparently me or you, it was probably me because I always put my foot in my mouth myself, but said something about, well, you know, that kid could grow up to be a Muslim and, and something oh, about Jesus. We, we've shamed the whole Muslim population. <laughs> and so I got kind of, well, are you saying that all Muslims are evil? And I'm like, oh, here we go. So uh, let, let me tell you guys the response that I gave on this. And it was funny because I gave this big elaborate response and then got nothing back. Like, oh, I all right, I understand you are a racist mm-hmm. and I can't. You are a piece of shit. And I can't mm, yeah. talk to you anymore instead of re- responding. So I, I said, you know, I was like, I can't speak for Kevin, but speaking for me and, and Kevin, you can tell me what your take is on this after. But I said, look, I said, here's my problem with the Muslim religion. Um, one, the general consensus of what a Muslim is, is somebody who believes the Quran and, and follows it to, to the letter kind of thing. Now, Then I said that there's all kinds of oppressive shit happening where if you're a non-Muslim, they kind of accept the practice of slavery is okay. It's okay to enslave people who are not Muslims because they're bad people and they treat women like shit. These were my two big concerns. And I don't like treating women like shit. I don't see them as lesser people with less value. Now, those were my two points. I said, these are my concerns about the Muslim religion. Now, work with me. Then I said, now, obviously, we can't assume everybody who claims to be a Muslim has the same exact beliefs and the exact interpretation of the Quran. So, what I would then say is, we have all these people in the Middle East who are completely down for enslaving people and killing anybody who doesn't fall into line with them. People are not speaking out against it. Now, the argument that I hear, other Muslims are not. Now, the argument that I hear is, well, yeah, but they're afraid. And they're afraid for their family and they're afraid for themselves. So they can't speak out. And that's where I have a problem. The whole point of this show and everything we talk about all the time is standing up for what's right. And if you're going to live and exist, don't just go through the motions. Stand up for what's right and say what needs to be said. And 
I'll agree, you know, Christianity, that's always the argument I hear. Well, Christianity has done all kinds of fucked up shit over the years. And you know what? You're 100% true. And you are right. The Catholic Church, the do in the name of Christianity, we've spent spread all kinds of fucked up shit. No problem believing that. I accept that. But I'm also willing to call a spade a spade. I'm willing to say that sla slavery is wrong. I'm willing to say that because there's shit like that in the Bible, right? right. There, there's some. I mean, stuff you could say that doesn't you know? Yeah, you could say right. Judaism and Christianity take words and and things are apply to all the things you said about Islam right. too. Right, right, right. Exactly. No, you can. But I'm willing to call a spade a spade. You know, they talk about women being submissive to men, and you can talk about different things with Christianity and mm -hmm. the Bible. And I'll agree. Well, I make what? my wife women are just as intelligent and right. Well, you, you I know, make right, my wife exactly. wear a head you know, covering at all that. times because that's what it says in the Bible, and that's what I believe. right exactly exactly. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is. People who won't stand up for what's right and protect human dignity. Like I said, I'm totally cool. You want to believe and do what you want to do. I'm 100% for it. But what I'm saying is a lot of the Muslim religion is I want to control everybody else. Now, again, you can argue Christianity sure as fuck wants to control everybody else too. And I'm saying that's wrong. And I'm saying anywhere that you try and control other people, you're wrong. Right. You know, let me um, let me just be clear that whole you you, part about my, my wife wearing people, a head covering at all times is a wrong. joke because uh, you know if my wife did hear me say that oh. I'd get nearful. <laughs> that was just a joke. You, you got a little scared there for a bit. Yeah, she might she might <laughs> the, hear the this. The fear kind of crept in. Yeah. When you thought about it, you're like, oh wait, she might take that. Oh, oh danger! <laughs> right. Yeah. No. But that's the point. I'm not down for oppressing anybody and I'm not down for trying to control other people and what they do. Now, sharing what you believe and telling people what you think is right and wrong, absolutely, go for it. That's what this whole show is, mm -hmm. right? Me just ranting and raving and Kevin, you know, ranting about our beliefs in libertarianism and different things, you know, our, our you know, thoughts on the world and our take. But do we run around and, hey, you need to do it our way? No. We just want to spread the good news of Kevin and Chuck, right? The good news of, hey, we can all do our own and screw the government. You can't tell me what to do. That's the point. That's why we're here. And anywhere that that's, you know, going to be trampled, I'm going to call it out. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say it when it's wrong. And that's the thing. Guess what? That's my right. But I'm also not trying to make anybody do anything. No. Do I care how women dress and whatever? No. If you want to dress in accordance with your religion and your beliefs, absolutely, that's what you should be doing. You want to teach your kids that? That's what you should be doing. You want to go and tell me how I should dress? Tell my kids how to dress? Tell my wife how to dress? How they have to act in public? That's where I have a problem. And that's where things come down. So I just thought government episode that's this is the time mm -hmm. so anyway <clears throat> did i get us too far off task well no i i think that's that i'm all about freedom and liberty that's fine i i would disagree with some of your anti-muslim sentiments a little bit but i mean i don't think we have oh, to get you it. see how you turn me uh-huh i think you turned on me there that was you left me swinging out in the wind <laughs> that's that's um, up. but either either that way i mean i'm sure a lot of our listeners have strong opinions on 
this either way, and I would love to hear from everybody. Uh, PreppingBadass at gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts are. However, um, I think... Uh, in the words of, of Patrick Henry, if this is treason, then let's make the most of it. Right. There you go. There you go. But, uh, you know, I think basically what we're talking about today is is basic human rights and how uh, the government should butt the fuck out. You know, really. With a lot of the stuff they're pushing through the federal government right now, it, it's it's preposterous. And I see a lot of stuff that's being pushed through by state governments that's also preposterous, but that's their business. And if you don't like what your state is doing, burn it down, man. I, shut that fucker down. I'm, I am not going to be somebody that's, that's saying that the only thing that you should be doing is voting. You should be doing more than that. And if you're breaking the law, um, if you're breaking the law to prove a point, then just be willing to accept the consequences of breaking the law. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? If you want to uh, sit in the middle of the street and stop traffic, that's against the law. But if you're trying to make a point, do that. And don't cry like a baby when you go to jail for it. That's all. Now you have to own it. You got to own it, man. All the way or nothing. All right. That's all I'm saying. There you have it. That's. But now, I also have to point out that throughout history, our government has swayed <clears throat> from side to side of, of more oppressive, less oppressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say it does seem that as politicians go on, they do seem to grab more power for themselves um, over time. They do have more and more exclusions that don't affect you know they have rights that the regular population does not Mm -hmm. which does seem to make them kind of royalty which i find extremely disturbing um you know you can't always you know you can't exclude yourself hey we don't have to follow the uh the affordable care act we don't have to submit to your health care because we have our own and it's better and we like it. But the rest of you, you all have to comply. That's ridiculous. Um, they really did screw up our health care, I got to say. It's freaking expensive for everything and we pay for all kinds of shit we don't want. Right. Do you know that if you're like poor and make nothing, the Affordable Care Act, if you buy through the, the government program... It's like, say, $2,000 a year or maybe even less. Maybe you get benefits to accommodate it, mm-hmm. right? But if you don't, it's like nine or $10,000 or I guess it was more. It was like nine. I think it was several thousand a month that my buddy was mm-hmm. paying and to have a crappy deductible. Right. And it's like, what the hell? You yeah. know, how can you charge equal human beings a different you know, fee based on what they earn. And you're like, well, it's harder for the other people. Yeah, but we're all protected and have the same rights, but we don't have the same rights. Right. If I have to pay five times what you pay, right. you know, that's right. that's the whole point. Uh, you know, I, I've got my own personal feelings about the healthcare system and, and we could do an entire show on that and piss everybody off. But, you know, the, the yeah, we point is that there's always somebody that wants to tell other grown-ups what they can and can't do. But I'm a grown-ass man. 
You know what I mean? I can make my own decisions. I don't need another decisions. grown ass man telling me what I can 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 and can't do. I, you know, personally, I don't smoke crack, but I'm I fully support people being able to smoke crack if that's what they want to do. If you want to destroy your you life with you. something like that, go ahead, man. Do heroin. I don't I don't give a shit. Doesn't affect me. You know, come in my house so you can uh, steal a TV so you can buy more heroin, and I'll shoot your ass. That's also my right. You know what I mean? But that's a touchy subject when it comes to the government. They don't like people doing what they want to do. They don't like people, uh, you know, taking charge of their own life. They it doesn't help them if you're not if you're not relying on them. You know what I mean? If you take all your money that you would pay on health your healthcare premium and just put it in the bank, so you know you can pay for your health care on your own. Somehow that's against the law now. That's preposterous. And it's none of the fucking, it's none of the federal government's business. And we get further and further away from this idea that people are responsible for their own actions and more and more on the idea that everybody is responsible for everybody else's actions. You know, it's, it's everybody's fault that this person is poor. It's everybody's fault that this person made a bad decision and wound up in prison. And there's no personal responsibility anymore. You know what I mean? And, and don't get me started about the amount of people that are in prison for stupid shit and we have to pay for them. $40,000 a year, I think, is what the average is to, to keep somebody in prison. They could be out having a job. And you caught this guy with an ounce of marijuana and you want to put him in jail for 15 years? That's fucking stupid. Put him on probation. How about that? That shit works. You know what I mean? But, you know, whatever. Whatever. I mean, I'm, I, get, I get hot so with this, man. I get real hot when it, when it comes down to, to the Congress and the Senate and the Supreme Court making decisions for my personal life. I, I don't see – I don't try and you know, make – I, like I don't try and make rules for – for Joe Biden, you know, I don't try and make put rules on Clarence Thomas because it's none of my business, and it's also none of their business what I do. All I wanted, all I want to do is yeah. be left alone and leave you alone, you know. And I know there's a big push on uh, uh, Republican side for um, uh, for deciding whether or not a woman can can have an abortion. I know there's a big push on you know deciding whether or not uh, gay people can get married. And all that sort of shit. That's none of my business. You know what I mean? I, I have no say in that stuff. And I shouldn't have any say because it's none of my business. I feel like if you want, you should be able to, you know, gay married couples should be able to protect their marijuana crops with automatic weapons because that's none of my business. That None of that has anything to do with me. And if you want to do what you want to do, I fully support that. Just keep your hands out of my my life. That's all. And, uh, you know, people get seem to be really confused about that concept, and I don't understand why. It's pretty simple. I, beyond me. I would say this show has come, not this episode, this whole podcast has come full circle because it was always me with the political tirades <laughs> in the first year or two. And now I feel like Kevin's kind of taken the forefront there of, of sharing his rage against the machine. <laughs> Uh, it's just coming out a little bit just a little bit so anyway you guys might want to uh subscribe to the youtube channel you may want to uh leave comments subscribe to the podcast make sure you don't miss an episode because we're always putting out new exciting stuff kevin is willing to offend you every single week 
There's always a new person out there we need to offend. Mm-hmm. I know I probably offended some people today. So, we got a couple of we got know, a hey, couple of different wrong, groups right? in here today where we really we pissed couple, them off. Yeah, we were able to hurt a few a few different uh, you know markets today. So you know, hey, to each their own. Um, you also have thoughts, concerns. You want to email us? Shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hey, leave comments. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can uh, put some angry notes in the uh, in the comments right. there. Uh, whatever you got to do, you do. Right. You. Remember to um, subscribe to the podcast, or if after listening to this, and then this, it leave an angry comment. Unsubscribe yeah. to the podcast, also. You know what I mean? Oh, do whatever you well, want. I like I like subscribe, <laughs> so that way you can keep track of all the bad stuff that we're saying. Mm-hmm. Make notes. All right, so we, with that, right, and then put them in the comments because mm-hmm. when you leave comments, that helps grow the channel and that would help and that would be great too. Even if they're angry comments, it still makes us better. So that only helps. You you do you. So with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm-hmm.